Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay. And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast is audience choice time, and it's kind of scary movie month. Venn diagram right in the middle, and our patrons voted for Death Becomes Her, and I could not be happier. <laughs> I am so excited to talk about this movie. This was another one I hadn't seen. Really? That's two in a row. Oh my god, yeah, I've been really missing out apparently. This movie's great. Yeah, what did you think? Like what? I I just like that it knows what it is. It said we're this and we're going to lean into this and it's going to be weird and yep. it's going to be strange and there's going to be these really intense fun physical gags. Yeah. And you just got to buy into that. And I like that. Yeah. And it's a dark, morbid comedy. Uh, everyone's a villain. Genu- yeah, There's no good person. Genuinely funny. <laughs> genuinely entertaining. Um, yeah. Because for me, I remember, I have definitely seen this movie before. Um, but I did, I realized it, it's got a very Home Alone energy where like, uh, and let me explain this, where it's like yeah. <laughs> home, home Alone, you think of Home Alone and what people remember from Home Alone is the traps and the robbers, which is mm-hmm. literally the last 15 minutes of the movie. Yes. And most of the movie isn't about that. And Death Becomes Her is the same thing, where you go, what do you remember this movie? And you remember Goldie Hawn walking around with a hole in her and Meryl Streep with her neck all turned around and all the like kind of wacky special effects stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, I had forgotten the movie that came before <laughs> it and like the really interesting character stuff that all led up to that. Uh, so like revisiting this was such a treat for me. Uh, literally laughed out loud. Like Kat came in and was like, what are you laughing at? I was like, oh, I'm laughing at Death Becomes Her. It's weird when you laugh out loud, like in yourself, like when you're sitting by yourself, you're like, oh shit. Like it, I've scared myself before. I'm like, oh, (laughs) oh God, that was, I've been quiet for so long. That one terrified me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen death becomes her basically we have i'm gonna say we've got three main characters and everything pretty much revolves around these three characters yeah we've got uh two competitive women (laughs) and a man that is kind of torn between them but also a huge trash bag of a person (laughs) everyone in this movie is a trash bag even the lessons you're supposed to learn i don't really truly believe anybody learns right it's absolutely wild. Anyway, um, so we have a um, we have an actress on her way out, right? We have an actress on her way out. She's trying to figure out how to how to hold on to her youth, how to hold on to her beauty, her her being relevant in the Hollywood you know landscape. She then I'm just gonna say so she her best friend has a man and she's always been stealing these men okay she's always yeah. been stealing these men from her friend quote air quotes I I, I don't know why I'm doing I'm doing this out at like yeah, just yeah, no, with yeah. my hands staring into Craig's <laughs> eyes like do they get it yet do they hear the air quotes <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. anyway um, so they're they're competitive people um, she's constantly stealing the her her quote friends boyfriends she's notorious for this for whatever reason she still is like here's my new boyfriend here's my fiance even though you have a history um they of course then break up the new couple gets married Meryl Streep yeah Meryl uh, Streep and Bruce Willis Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis they get married 
um, and then have a horrible life together <laughs> for a while. Um, she gets a potion to make her beautiful forever. She's kind of like she she goes back in time and age a bit. You know what I mean? You're not a baby, which yeah. would have been a different and fun movie also. <laughs> you just turn into a kid. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, gets a potion from a very strange lady, drinks it, but she tells her and gives her the, you got to take care of this body. Yeah. Okay. You get one body. You got to take care of this body. And then she is immediately choked and thrown down the stairs, dies, but doesn't really die. Breaks her neck. Gets all twisted around. Boom. Um, And then finds out that her competitive friend who has been plotting (laughs) the entire time to murder this woman has also taken this potion. Right. And neither of them can die. So they end up. Shooting each other. Shooting each other, wrecking, you know what I mean? There's twisted necks, there's whatever, and then they try and get Bruce Will- Ernest uh, to take the potion as well. Because he's a mortician. He's a mortician, he's been painting them up. <laughs> <laughs> and they need him to also be living forever because, goddamn, who's going to paint us? Right. Okay, there's some nooks and crannies you really just can't get to yourself, let's be honest. Uh, and then he decides not to take it in the end. And goes on and lives a happy, healthy life, presumably. After. Sorry, that was way too detailed, but yeah, yeah, so yeah. much happens <laughs> that it's just like, it's so hard to... <laughs> Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll get into a little bit more of like the details of the movie and who we think the villain is, which I'm actually uh, having trouble everybody, Trump, everybody <laughs> uh, in a bit. But first, we want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Virtual Game Night. Virtual Game Night is back as a sponsor, and we are so happy uh, to have them because man, Virtual Game Night so much fun. If you don't know what it is, Virtual Game Night is a uh, it's a live trivia live game show with a professional host, professional comedian, Ollie. He's, he, we did a, a session with him. Yeah. He's so much fun. He's so much fun. There's a reason why people are jumping up and down on game shows. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Why wouldn't you? There's categories for it. There's emoji categories. Like this is just for, this can be for all ages. He tailors it to your group. Uh, it doesn't matter how how educational you want it to be, how you know uh, pop culturey you want it to be. You can tailor it, get what your group wants. Yeah, exactly. And you know, hopefully, you know, we got the holidays coming up. Hopefully, we're able to do them all in person. But if for whatever reason you can't, man, this is your last chance to have a great time with a virtual game night because. They're shutting it down December 23rd, 2021. So you guys need to get your bookings in now. It is absolutely so fun. Um, they've done things for uh, uh, for fine institutions like MIT and Yale, Harvard, as well as you know Bank of America and, and a whole Google, Facebook, all those huge companies. But you can do it with your friends and stuff too. It works for everything. So guys, if you want to turn uh, your next gathering into a virtual game night today, Visit virtualgamenight.live slash villain and use code villain100 to take 100 US dollars off the price of any game. So remember, the games must end December 23rd, 2021. Join over 17,000 other players who have livened up their Zoom calls by making your next and hopefully last virtual event a virtual game night at virtualgamenight.live slash villain. And don't forget, enter your promo code VILLAIN100 to receive a $100 credit toward the price of any Game Night package. Thank you, Virtual Game Night. And now. So who do you think the villain of this movie is? The whole team. Yeah. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody on the bench. (laughs) 
arrest them all. It's uh, bad news across the board. 100%. These, these people are all in relationships with each other that they should not be in. They're all making each other worse. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the exact opposite opinion. These people should be in a three-way relationship, okay, <laughs> and touch no one else. Right. Do not go outside of this. You are not allowed to sleep with other people. <laughs> This is for you guys and you guys alone. You just implode together. No, I think they make each other miserable and everyone would be better off just going their several ways. Um, but I will say um, what I think based on how the movie ends, uh, I think we're supposed to think that Bruce Willis's character, Ernest, is the hero of the movie. Ew. <laughs> Ew, no. Yeah, but I'm just basing that off of the fact that he gets out yes. and he like lives a new life. So I think like that means that we were supposed to be rooting for him the whole time, but he does some heinous shit. Heinous shit. Across, he should be arrested. Okay. Yes. And I, I, oh my God, I have so many points because <laughs> the, the whole movie is villainy, right? Like that's it all is. we're watching. So it's kind of like, it's almost like if you wanted to determine who is, I want to say the least wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's basically what I'm here for is, too is you've kind of got to put a scoreboard up and just start counting each action and going, okay, who's the most justified here? And I feel like... I'm, I'm on pins and needles. I really want to... Because <laughs> yeah. I, I have an answer to this, Ooh, but I really want to know... I feel like it's Madeline. <laughs> yeah, same with me. Uh, that is the person that I, I pegged as being... The least wrong in this. Yes. Because, because, okay, so we have Madeline, that's Meryl Streep. Yeah. And then we've got... Helen, um, which is Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. And then we have uh, Dr. Ernest. Right. <laughs> Ernest Menville, which is a great name. Oh, yeah. Placed by Bruce Willis. Uh, delightful in this role. But all of them are. Yes. I, I, so many people forget that Bruce Willis is a comedic actor. Like... He started, no, but he started off doing comedies. That fact, is so strange they, to think about. They didn't put Bruce Willis on the poster of Die Hard because they were like, everyone's going to, that's like, it was like putting Ray Romano on the on the <laughs> picture. And they were like, nobody's going to take this movie seriously if Bruce, Bruce Willis as an action star was insane when Die Hard came out. So that Ray is, Romano stars in Die Hard. <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I still would 100% for different reasons, but I would absolutely watch that yeah. film. So like what I love about this movie is Ernest is such a fucking weak wiener of a character and Bruce Willis plays him so well. Yes. Like what a weak, pathetic, sad man. I don't even know if I would. I just think he's. I think he's such a wiener and he pretends to be weak, but he's not actually that weak. Like, I, oh. think, I think he just kind of, he goes along with things, but like I, he literally strangles her. Yes. yes. That's not like, look at this. Look at this softy over here. Like, Well, no, you're right. Like, and, and that's, <laughs> that's but but what I think you see in the movie is that like he's just manipulated and pushed along? Like he just goes with things, right? No, okay. So I okay, and I want to track this because I disagree. Okay. okay. So from the first scene, we see this guy, right? First of all, okay, we kind of open up. They open up the movie, 
at, with a uh, Madeline's doing a performance. Okay, a musical version of "Sweet Bird of Youth." <laughs> Yes. Did you look up that play? No, I didn't. Okay, well, okay, we'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> Love it. Um, so we—that's where we open up. Okay, and we've got um, we've got Helen, who has uh, this woman has—they uh, have history together. Right. Of like, this woman has always stolen all of my boyfriends. She's done this forever. Her idea is, I'm going to test this man. First of all, wrong, <laughs> wrong. Okay, yeah. you don't do these types of. That's it, it, it's gross. Um, just don't say yes to marrying this man if you're that unsure. If you think another person right could steal it, then don't. Ew. Okay, it's not for you. Now, secondarily, how are you not sitting there? There's something. Okay, I don't. I don't know exactly how to get to my point here because what I'm trying to say is that. If you've brought the only man that likes this woman, because he's the only person Who in the crowd yeah. that likes this and thinks she's wonderful and so talented and attractive and is just li- standing ovation, loved it, okay? People were walking out actively as this yeah, the thing movie is going starts on. with like, I'm so glad we left. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about the, like, you know, bringing the like bringing back the dead, basically. Okay, she's you know walking these people out. I, as a comedian, devastated. Oh, I'd be God. devastated. Oh. Okay, can't can't even imagine walking people, out that people many people. People getting up and walking out during a musical number has got to be. And one somehow, of this woman Helen has brought the only man. Here's my argument for Madeline Meryl Streep's character. Right. I I don't even think she's trying that hard to steal these guys. This woman is attracted to men that have a wandering eye. Uh. She has a streak because like, how can you, and like psychologically, how are you able to pluck up the only woman or the only guy that's going to find this other woman attractive? Because it's not like the whole crowd's going nuts for her and it's like, oh, okay, she's going to steal him again. It's like you somehow isolated the one person in this universe that's like, yeah, that does it for me. Right. So either you're picking these men out purpose on some subconscious level, you're picking these men out that will do this. Right. Or you are exactly the same as your friend and you're not willing to admit it. Yeah, I think that's probably closer to the truth. Oh, It's like they're both... The same person. <laughs> They're yeah. They have a horrible relationship, and that's what I mean. Uh, you know, one I would say, Meryl Streep, uh, Meredith. Uh, sorry, not Meredith. Uh, that's that's her character from Madeline. Uh, is uh, doesn't you can't steal somebody away. It's not like it's not like a you know your wallet. Like I could steal your wallet. Yes. You know what I mean. But if it's the wallet has to decide to come with me, you know what I mean? The wallet makes that decision. That's not stealing. You know, you can't steal. Like he was he made the decision to leave and go with her. Oh, yes. I okay. listen, I've been cheated on before. And at no point was I like, I'm sure like there was definitely like a minute where I was like, fuck that woman. And then like a week later, I was like, yeah, it's not her fault. Like. What the hell? You're pointing the finger at the exact wrong person. Right. Also, have you ever heard of no contact? Because that's what you should have with this woman. Right. There's no reason. 
And no reason. Hundred percent. And that's my. That's another point I want to make. Is okay. He made that decision, but if this is a recurring problem for you, you don't pretend like you're still friends anymore to keep up appearances. You just go. I never want you to meet her. And that's it. Yes. And you talk. You, you would. I, here's the other thing. I think if you talk to uh, your significant other. And you outline how horrible this person has been mm. to you. They've they they always try and take my boyfriends away. Yeah, um, and they've done it multiple times, and it's always this weird, terrible relationship. If if you hate the person that much, you one should absolutely be talking to your significant other about mm-hmm. it. And the fact that your significant other would then go, no, that's the one I'm going to get with. Like I would be walking into that situation with a negative. Uh, attitude towards uh, M- Meredith. Madeline. What are you? It's Mer- <laughs> it was Meredith in uh, Devil Wears yeah. Prada, right? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Meryl <laughs> Street. Anyway, you know? Oh, absolutely. And like, okay. So you have, you, I, in my opinion, you have two options with this relationship. You either cut this woman off completely because she's not actually your friend. Or if you know you have, you have this friend that has this compulsion. Okay. is like, oh, she always just has to like take the guy I'm with. You know what I mean? If I had a friend that was like, they're addicted to marshmallows. Okay. They're just addicted to them. I'm not bringing up bags of fucking, you know what I mean? Like, hey, pop in Ghostbusters. Let's put our feet up and crack one of the, you know what I mean? Yes. I don't just, hey, hey, Craig, what are you up to? Nothing. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not leaving bags of marshmallows around your house as a test. Okay. It's not a thing. I'm just not bringing them around here. These are mine. Just Craig, look me in the eye and say chubby bunny. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't. Your mouth is full of marshmallows. Marshmallows is the funniest fucking thing you could have picked. I don't, I don't know why that was immediately what I thought of (laughs) marshmallows. And eat sugar. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, second one of the day. Our blood sugar is running low, everybody. Oh, we just yeah. want some of that puffy, puffy. Uh, and have a coffee in between this. That oh. bonus episode, buddy. Oh, We're going to be off the rails. Chocolate with a mu- <laughs> That's the other thing about me. I just realized. Uh, I When I s- want to say marshmallows, I say mushrooms all the time. And that's very different energy. That, you can't, that would be very disappointing at a party. You can't melt I'll tell that you. Into, a, <laughs> into a coffee. But... Uh, uh, now that we've got this weird break where we're talking about marshmallows, <laughs> I'm going to go double back on that play. Because, <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, because great. Because I, uh, I, I saw that. And they, they said it was a, a musical version of Sweet Bird of Youth. And I'm like, I don't know theater that well, but I feel like this is a way funnier joke than I think it is. And I looked it up. And by God, is it ever funny. <laughs> Because Sweet Bird of Youth is just reading the description. It's like, that is a bummer of a play. Oh, God. So it is about a washed up, a a guy who leaves a small town and tries to make it as an actor in Hollywood and New York. He gets washed up. He can't do it. So he becomes a gigolo, is hired by a, a washed up actress to be his escort, who he takes back to his hometown. And he tries to use that relationship to try and impress his high school sweetheart into thinking that he has been successful. Uh, but this like washed up actress is just like drunk and like high all the time. Uh, but he got his high school girlfriend pregnant uh, the last time he was in town and she had an botched abortion and became infertile. So the girl's dad and brother are like trying to get this guy uh, and like kill him. And it's like, it just sounds like it's a fucking depressing thing. So the idea of doing a musical about it is 
so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's really and on theme with the whole movie, is, which is, is what they're doing here. So dark. They're like, this is super dark, but look at these effects. Hilarious. Hilarious. And it is hilarious. It is. Um, Helen is done wrong by uh, Madeline. Don't get me wrong. So Goldie Hawn's character, right? Yes. Guess her boyfriend. We jump to that seven years later where she's clearly not doing well. She's getting evicted. She's watching videos of, uh, of Madeline getting strangled in a movie over and over and over again. Yeah. She goes to an insane asylum. Um, personally, actually, I could have done without that part of the movie. Uh, yeah. And just cut to 14 years later and she's doing great. For sure. I would say, although, okay, there's one part of that where I'm like, that's very relatable. <laughs> because when they're in the psych ward, yeah. and she mentions her again, and every, oh, God! Oh, all, all the other patients? Yeah, they're all like they're losing their mind. I'm like, that is a real moment, because like, how many, we've all either had that friend, or we've been that friend, of like, God, we just... We can't hear about Gregory anymore. I right. just can't hear about him. I'll lose my fucking mind. And you just get so obsessed with one idea or whatever. Very relatable scene. Right. I You could keep that. <laughs> but yeah, the whole like her getting evicted and like not. And there's all those cats and, you know. Ugh. Yeah, she's not doing well. I think you, the movie could have just jumped to. It's 14 years later and she's doing well, but she's still vindictive and mm -hmm. still holds this grudge. I think that would have played perfectly fine. But I'm going to say Helen is probably the most wrong in this movie because she is actively plotting, the uh, scheming and murdering to kill Madeline. Right? Like her, her whole thing of having to go and get the potion, getting in shape to make her, her jealous, to and. She she shows up to the house to pitch a very well orchestrated murder to Ernest. You know? Yes. No, she's here. Okay, and I, so I, I think she oh. got done wrong, and I don't think that's a healthy relationship. No, it's not a healthy relationship. But move on and, move and don't on. murder her. Also, I don't know. I kind of, every once in a while, I've had the vibe before where I'm like, well, you kind of did me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> well, this oh. was probably, this was going to implode else, like at another time. We would have spent a lot of money, like whatever. Yeah. At no point do I go back and pine for those people again. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flush them down the toilet with the rest of the tray. You, both of you, were gone. Thank you so much for just showing me who you are. Thank God we weren't married before that happened. You know. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. Thank God we didn't buy a house. We didn't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank God that all happened. Uh, you're right. Move on. I don't want to be married to somebody that calls me it. Okay, that's just a firm rule. We have. He's, it. That's what he calls. Uh, yeah, he's like, is it up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, about Madeline. Oh, God. Yeah, so he... <laughs> we we find, like, 40 years later, they are not... Madeline and Ernest are not happy together. They, they have a very bad marriage. He doesn't sleep in the same bed. Mm -hmm. But that scene where the maid goes and finds him in the morning and he is passed out drunk on the floor, I was like, that looks so goddamn uncomfortable. Like, there's... Like, he's... Still half in the chair, but lying on the floor. And I was just like, you, that would hurt so much. Like, you know when you see, like, 
I've passed out in a chair before, not like, you know, drunk, but like falling mm-hmm. asleep in a chair and you wake up and you got a crick in your neck. To be so passed out that you're still half in the chair and also on the floor, I was like, oh. Oh, that's oh. not what even bothered me about that. I'm oh. like, you're drinking like you're in poverty, sir. Look around <laughs> you. You could get wasted in bed and just keep drinking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My God, you're doing this wrong. Okay. Look at this. People That's what around. I mean. Yeah, like, so uncomfortable. No, drunk. no, no. There's better places for this. You know, you're getting drunk tonight, buddy. Yeah. Get on the lay down couch. You know what I mean? Get on a. <laughs> get something else popping here. This yeah. is not the place. Uh, yeah, but we learned that like Ernest in this has become like gone from like world famous plastic surgeon yep. to like a mortician, which. They He's ca- still okay. making bank, you know? He is still making bank, and it's kind of painted like she made him do that, kind of. Like, she, like, made him less of a... You know what I mean? It just kind of seemed like he wasn't in charge of his own life, and I was, right. like, incorrect. <laughs> I'm guessing you're no longer a uh, surgeon of the living, uh, as we'll call it, because of your drinking. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I would guess that for sure. Are you drinking because your wife mm-hmm. is a horror show? Maybe. Maybe, But that's yes. kind of on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean you get to choke her. Right. And then when you realize that you shouldn't be doing this, release her and then go, JK, boop. Oh, push her down the stairs. <laughs> it was really almost like a boop on the... It was like, pop. <laughs> yeah. Time for you to go, and then the funniest fall of all time down the stairs. I could have watched six minutes of that fall. <laughs> that was truly so funny to me. I'm sure you could. Like, string I, it's, it together. It's, it's, it's on it's YouTube like, somewhere dum, dum, already. Dum, dum, I'm dum, positive. Dum, 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 There's probably a 10-hour version of that. Of Meryl Street falling, falling down, down the, the stairs. stairs. Just Fuck, looped. was that good. Uh, and yeah. that's where I really fell off with this character, like, in yeah. a big way. Because I was like, okay... There's one thing to say, okay, you're getting either manipulated or whatever. We're not seeing what's happening behind closed doors here, whatever. But as soon as you're like, oh, you can't, like, she's, and she's definitely mean to him verbally, for sure. Yes, no doubt about but that. But you don't get to level up in that moment. No. You you remove yourself, you go, whatever. You know you're going to be with somebody else. Just go. As just as crazy as this woman is, if not you, more. You arguably. have a type. Uh, oh, you have a type, Ernest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the part where I got off too, because like before he does that, he uh, Helen pitches the murder to him, where it's like we're gonna drug her, make it look like it was a drunk driving accident, put her over a cliff, and mm-hmm. she'll die. Um, he doesn't take much convincing at all. No, it's like a, it's like. 10 seconds. Yeah. He goes, I should have divorced her years ago. And she Mm. goes, in California, you'll lose so much money. But like, (laughs) yeah, you know, no murder is the, you're right. That's the only thing. And that's what I mean. Like about him being Mm -hmm. weak was that he really does just seem to go along with whatever is suggested. Like he, he wasn't going to murder his wife Mm -hmm. until the idea was put in his head that night. You know, like, that's a very dumb man. Oh, he is dumb because he calls Helen yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. away. She's like, phone records, you dumb fuck. 
<laughs> what are we doing here? We had you a, were a doctor. <laughs> I love how she's like. There was a very detailed plan. Did you forget? Uh, great. And then I'm pretty much on board with Madeline all the way through the rest of this movie because is she mean? Yes. Um, is she abusive to Ernest? Yes. Did Ernest try and choke her and then throw her down the stairs, murdering her? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Does she then uh, wake up and come downstairs to hear uh, uh, Helen discussing how she had uh-huh. plotted with her husband to murder her? Yes. So that shotgun to the stomach is self-defense is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah, it was It was you were going to get got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Okay, that, yes, I understand. I I at least understood the motivation. <laughs> I am not saying it's exactly correct, but I get, after listening to all of that, after actually being, like, because it's not like she heard that plotting and then was like, oh, they were planning on doing something. He's like, no, he had already tried to murder me. It didn't stick. And succeeded. And su- yes, and she succeed- is dead. Yes, that she is, is dead now. He did technically murder her, which is a great point that I'm glad you brought that up because at one point she's trying to like convince him to like, you have to do what I say. And she's like, I'm going to pretend to be like, I, I'm going to convince, like I'm going to, I'm going to fake my death. Basically I'm going to lie down and then you're going to get tried for murder and it's like, well, he should be. <laughs> like, he should be, but he you, did. Need, you need him <laughs> you need to him. because he embalms her and like, like which uh, is so fucking funny because oh, of God. how absolutely ludicrous the plot line of this entire movie is. I love. I know, it so but much. it works all the way through. Like well, it's consistent is the thing, right? and that's what you have to do. That's the really the only thing you have to do to get me to buy in is explain your own universe and stick to your own rules, right? And they do that the whole time. And they'll go, and they go nuts. Like, when they're pulling it, so, uh, Potion Lady. I'm just going to yeah, call her Potion uh, Lady. Uh, Liesel. Liesel, Liesel von Ruhmann. Anyway, yes. When I couldn't, that scene made me laugh so hard when they're pulling out the, po- like, the, the potion to drink. Because I was like, of course it's expensive. Look at the fucking packaging. I'd be bitching the whole time. I'd be like, do you have, like, a no-name... <laughs> Do you have like, like a, a different box like for a this store brand? It's yeah. just in a plastic bottle. Like I don't know. Because it this. seems like this is like I'm really I'm gonna drink it right here. <laughs> like right? I don't even get to take this thing with me. You know what I mean? I don't know about that. Yeah. Um. I'm glad you brought her up too because like I also feel like she's painted as a bit of a villain in this. Um. Oh yes, truly because she's like she gives warnings after you've taken so it. Funny. Like, so funny. So <laughs> funny. Yeah, she drinks it and it's like, now a warning? Meryl yeah. Streep. Oh, so uh, so good. Um, yes, and we've discussed on this podcast many times before. You can you can have conditions. You just gotta be upfront about them mm-hmm. right from the get-go, right? Yes. And I was I was sort of expecting this to be like a monkey paw situation. So did I, yes. Where it was like, because she says the cost is different for everybody, which is which implies that it's like, ooh. You know, it's going to take whatever you love best. From mm-hmm. you. That's kind of where I thought it was going, and literally, it was just a price. Like she got, like just a dollar amount. It's higher because you're richer. Yes, like that was. They it. have a sliding scale for potions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me see a T four real quick. Yeah. we're gonna get like, you worked out here. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, you're a you're a young poet, but one we want to have around for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll slide and scale that. Um, and then the advice that she gives afterwards is. 
perfectly reasonable. Mm -hmm. Just FYI, really got to take care of yourself. And then they fucking wrecked the car as they're driving off the lot. You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) They, They show up two days later dead. Yeah. So fast. So fast. It's like you fucked that up faster than anybody did. I would have said no refunds on on yeah, right. upon arrival. Like, yeah. listen, no refunds, guys. You no really refunds. this has never happened before. You're exceptions to the rule. And guys, we're just gonna take a short break to thank our sponsor, Liquid Death. Liquid Death. Liquid Death. I can't <laughs> so stop. I say. love it. I can't. It's, it's- it's irresistible to me. I can't stop. <laughs> Guys, uh, if you haven't heard of Liquid Death, it is a, it's water in a tall can. It is mountain spring water in a tall can answering the question, can you shotgun water? And the answer is yes. Of course yes, you, you can. can. Okay, we make it possible with Liquid Death. <laughs> Delicious. Totally right. recyclable. As yeah, totally recyclable, which is uh, winning points over for me because uh, you may not know this, but plastic water bottles are terrible they're awful they don't actually get recycled they just get thrown into a landfill or chopped up into little bits of plastic which then end up in a landfill uh but aluminum cans tall boy cans infinitely recyclable and they also and this is a great thing about liquid death not only is it refreshing alpine water uh from a tall boy can they actually donate 10 percent of the profits from every can sold to fight plastic pollution you're hitting it on both fronts and let's let's be honest here you're you're driving down the road and you're fucking pulling off, pulling on one of these tall boy cans. That's it. People are going to do a little double take. You know what I mean? They're yeah, going to be like, sure. is that, but it's water. You're staying hydrated. It's good for your skin. You know, you're, you're, you're saving the world and the people, <laughs> the people looking at you will think you're doing differently. Uh, that's right. So guys head on over to liquiddeath.com slash villain to join the liquid death country club and receive a free t-shirt with your purchase of water. You can also get free shipping on all merch, and when you purchase two or more cases of water at liquiddeath.com slash villain. That's liquiddeath.com slash villain, or grab some at Whole Foods and 7-Eleven. And let me ask you this, though. With with uh, Liesl, mm-hmm. did you get a multi-level marketing vibe off of this whole oh, thing? Oh, big time. <laughs> big time. I was like, somehow she just hit the right mix of essential oils. She just yeah. like unlocked it somehow. She put a bit of peppermint with orange and then another dimension opened up and she yeah. went, oh, good. All right, we'll do this now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to switch gears. Yeah, and she I had just, a big vibe. Yeah, now I just need to recruit certain number of people and then because I would I, w- I would argue that that's maybe where the power of this comes from, which is the more people that she recruits like the youth kind of like kicks up a level. You know what I mean? Like, so if she's got 10 people under her, <laughs> then the like she gets yeah, a yeah, cut yeah. of all their youth. And then you need to sign up more people at the bottom to keep your youth, you know? I feel like it's a pyramid scheme is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. And she's been around for a while. Right. Because she is bored of tops. She's like, you know <laughs> what? Tops, I'm not going to wear them anymore. Fuck. <laughs> I was so impressed. I was like, those that necklace top thing? Yes. They had to be glued to her nipples, right? There's no way that it would stay. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some nipple uh, tassel technology on that. Right. You know what I mean? There's a little suction going on or something. Thank you. Yeah, because I was like, that's unnatural how that works. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, although I got to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure if I live for a really long time, the pants are going first. Pants yeah. are out. Pants are out way before tops. 
pants are gone. I'm Winnie the Pooh in this shit so fast. Are you kidding me? I hate pants. Real okay, interesting. I think pants. I I'm a big fan of pants. This is what this podcast is. <laughs> this is pants or shirt with Rebecca and Craig. Uh, no, I'm a I, I love myself a good heavy pant. Like I need to know that everything's just being like help. You know. Every like uh, just the, the, I don't think weight. we have the same issues. There's weight there, and yeah, everything's okay. just like good. No, uh, I feel like they're restricted. I I feel like I could just yeah, fair enough. I feel like I could run faster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That was my first you. thought. Just yeah. running down the street, no pants. Just like, like <laughs> we've got to catch him. And Rebecca's like, hang on. It takes the pants off to like oh, fucking God. catch up. Now I feel like I'm oh, just now- describing Randy from Trailer yeah. Park Boys. Like, yeah. Oh, Rebecca took her pants off. She means business. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She's going to score that touchdown. Uh, oh, God. So I feel like I've said a couple things for a couple episodes in a row where I'm like, who am I? <laughs> person i'm describing because i don't know if i'm proud of her is this me is, <laughs> is this, this is this what i've become yeah is this who i want to be <laughs> what changes do i need to make oh no uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> yes so and honestly just to give uh madeline madeline is it madeline am i just saying madeline because i watched too much french television yeah, as a child <laughs> Madeline. Madeline and Paris, uh, yeah. Anyway, Madeline. I, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to fault an actress for being obsessed with her looks. Thank you. I'm not going to fault this woman for that because that is a toxic place that you've bought into and that's all anyone's ever telling you. Can we... Because I think... You know what would have made her story, and it's absolutely happened to this character, like make her make you feel for her a lot more because they kind of touch on it with this like failing show, right? Right. But then it's kind of um, it's overshadowed by the fact that she steals uh, Helen's boyfriend, husband, wife, wife. Yeah, you know what I mean, like uh, or her partner. Right. Okay, and you so you kind of like forget about that pretty quickly, but like. Can you imagine the absolute rejection this woman gets all the time? Well, every failed audition, every like, oh, like, you know, you walk in, you think you're reading for a different part and you're like, oh, no, like I'm now the old person. Right. And that's got to be hard to accept. I'm not saying I support her views or how far she goes or any of that, but I can understand her motivation. 100%. She's somebody... I, okay, that's what I would say. Like, she has some of the best motivation of these three villains. Yeah. Because Helen does it for revenge. Yeah. Her, uh, she's 100% here for revenge. She isn't like, oh, I'm going to go drink this potion and be good because that's, like, you know, my 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 drive, what I want in life. I want to be beautiful. This is... I'm not saying it's a great desire, but I it, sure. at least you understand it. She's doing it for revenge, for murder. For murder. Okay, for murder. For 14 years, she's held on to this grudge. Woo! Yeah, has, that's a long-ass grudge. I'm sorry. If if your path to revenge evol- involves obtaining eternal life, you know, like maybe just let things go. I don't want to live forever and still be holding grudges. 60, 70 years holding on to a grudge? You know, like, like even five years ago, I think of things that I was really upset at or people I was mad at. And I'm just like, man... I'm so, so mad at myself 
that I let that much energy be dedicated to that. You know, five even, years out, you know? I don't even think I would let go of it on purpose. I would forget. Right? I would just straight... There are things... I've forgotten some really crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, people come up to me and be like, oh my God, remember when this happened? And it would be, like, really chaotic or traumatic or whatever. I'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh my God, right. Like, I feel like if it was me, I'd walk up to her and be like, oh my God, right. You're the guy that's... Or you're the girl that stole my fiance forgot about that so crazy yeah no because there's there's stories that you tell and you're like this was such a crazy thing that happened to me i'm gonna remember the Mm -hmm. details of this forever yeah and then you realize that years go by and you've lost certain details and like the the order in which things happen and, and things like that so like man just let it go you know yeah you brought your souped up you you brought your age obsessed actress friend your plastic surgeon, soon-to-be husband. Yeah. It's like I a, mean... You're, you're chum in the tank. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a lot of chum in the tank. Man alive. Yeah, that shark's going to bite, for that sure. That shark's going to yeah, bite. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're really tempting a lot of people in this moment. And I also just don't like anybody that's like, this is a test. Ew. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Talk to me like I'm a part... You know what I mean? Like, don't do, don't do this. Also, I'm one of these people, once you tell me, I'm not saying, like, if somebody was like, don't cheat on me, I'd be like, well, I'm going to do it. But, like, being told not to do something does make something more tempting. <laughs> there is there is a little something there. <laughs> I must admit. That's the uh, that's the gremlin version of Rebecca coming out right ah! now. Just be like, <laughs> you gotta cause chaos. Uh- <laughs> yeah, like, she literally shows up with a shovel. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. Was, like she's ready to go. She was overboard. This wasn't in even, that whole situation. Yes, because it yeah. wasn't even like okay. If it was just a way to trick him into doing her bidding, and then she was like, "All right, I'm good, peace." Well, and I do feel like there was a, a portion of the plot that we didn't get to see where she has either also murdered Ernest or framed him for murder. Well, yes, because that's where I thought we were going. I'm like, right. we're gonna torch these two people. Okay. But I don't think you do that when you're showing up with a shovel. No. You don't involve yourself. You get on the horn with the police right after and be like, you could check the records. I just got off the phone with this guy. He said he murdered his wife. You should get over there. Yeah. Then revenge. We're done. Roll credits. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. Okay. No, (laughs) none of that. She's very much. She gets into this real like ride or die like kind of attitude, which I don't get for this guy. No, 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 no. Because he's a drunk failure at this point, right? Yes. Uh, I I mean, so successful in a certain sense, but not in the the sense that he doesn't feel like a success. That's for sure. Yes, and no one's in charge. You can do whatever you want. You lost your job on your own. You're blaming this on other people. Yeah. That's all that's happening. He's just putting it outward and going, okay, well, it's her fault. My... My it wife (laughs) is the reason for all of my problems. She's fucking other men. And it's like your relationship started with cheating. Right. What do you think is going to happen? This is the thing. Yes. And also, but just to uh, cycle back to um, the pressure that she feels and like the criticism that Madeline is under Mm -hmm. when she goes to see her boy toy and he says, uh, find someone your own age. Yeah. I'm going to go a little like. It's too an unhealthy extreme, but like, yeah, she's had some bad experiences with being told she's not beautiful, she's not young, she's not, which is what she she is banking her career on, you know? 
Yes, and apparently have been told she's cheap her whole life. Oof. Which is a word that comes up a lot, and I was like, did that have more weight in '90s? Like, <laughs> was that a thing? Like, is that something I'm missing out? I I never. I think if I was in a bar, because you know sometimes you get verbally it gets, accosted in a bar. Oh, but yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But just like you're at a bar or whatever, you're having a discussion with a stranger or whatever. If I had somebody be like, "Well, you're just cheap," I would laugh. <laughs> For so long. Because <laughs> first of all, if you mean it in the money way, thank you. <laughs> I try so hard. Yes. <laughs> and if you mean it in the other way, I don't even... I'd just be like, yeah. <laughs> of course. You know what I mean? It's- like, uh, my clothes aren't expensive. I don't... You know what I mean? Probably wouldn't cost a lot to buy my services. Not gross ones. Okay, don't go there. But you know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> You've rocked a minimum wage before. Oh! You've, you've worked for tips, yeah. So many times. Yeah, and I feel like there is cheap was a weird word to use because I do feel like it was a class thing. Like, um, mm-hmm. like uh, I, I can't think of the better word, but it's like trashy, I think it would be. Yes. Like, you thought I was trashy. You thought I was white trash. You thought I was from the wrong side of the tracks. Like, it's a Which social. Which she kind of did. Right. And, that's, and she admits. Right. And that was kind of more what they say. But you're right. Cheap doesn't work for me. No, no, no. It's got a weird texture to it where I'm like, it kind of means nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. Uh, Cheap might bother me, but like in a different way. It wouldn't bother me in like you're you're trashy or you Mm -hmm. can't come in here. Because, Rebecca, let me just say this. Every nice place I walk into, I'd have the Simpsons thing where I'm afraid someone's going to come up to me and be like, excuse me, sir. Can you please leave now and not make a scene? Like you, you know, remember that live in the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like anytime I'm in a suit or there's like marble around or you know something like that, I just go, "Ah, this isn't for me." My my work. Here's my working theory on this. Uh, I only want to hang out with places if the people hanging out there could conceivably work there, and vice versa. If and if the people working there could conceivably hang out, you know what I mean? Okay. Like you're at a bar. Yeah. And Rebecca's the bartender. Yeah. Right. Uh, Rebecca's night off. She could hang out in that same bar and still mm-hmm. not look at a place. I'm comfortable there. But I feel like a lot of high-end places, that is not the case. Right? Like like a yacht club or like a, di- you know, like real mm-hmm. high-end places. I don't think that the bartender is on their night off coming to hang out. Here. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So I mean, you're talking to the right person for this. I've walked into a store <laughs> touched a sweater and went, well, I can't even afford to touch these things with my greasy little poor fingers. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get something on this. Like I can't not even like, yeah, not even as like a fantasy thing of like, oh, it's fun. Cause like, I know people that do that or like, oh, I'll go to this really expensive store, look around, whatever. Like I can't afford anything, but I don't care. Like I feel physically uncomfortable. Same. So physically uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm going to hit something. I'm an awkward lady. I can't do this. They know I don't belong here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just going to run your long body into a shelf and yeah. it's over. Like you're done. <laughs> Game over. Get this guy out of the store. Uh, yeah. Another thing I really wanted to point out about this, because I absolutely loved this scene, is when Madeline has died, Ernest takes her to the hospital, and the doctor there plays it so calm and well. I loved that performance. When the doctor's like, is this hurt? No? 
no, this doesn't hurt. And he's like bending her yes. wrist all the way back. And then he sees her neck. He's like, oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, all right. And then he like listens for her heartbeat and doesn't find anything. And then just the line of like Bruce Willis is in the back just taking a swig out of a flask. And he goes, well, yeah, that, uh, I mean, that pretty much settles it. Can I get a swig of that? And then he just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and he just sits down and he goes, well, um, I think you've got a fractured wrist, uh, you know, uh, four places, which is uh, weird. Uh, um, also, I think uh, you, you've broken your vertebrae. Uh, I couldn't be sure until we get an X-ray, but the bone popping out of the skin—that's a—that's a bad side. And he goes, uh, "I think you're—I uh, think you're—I think you're dead." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like just like that's the part I laughed out loud at because I was like, you played that so calm. Just the uh, well, that settles it. Uh, can I get a swing of that? And just like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> loved that scene so much because that's yeah, you, you're catching a drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> catch, he throws this out is... his first stethoscope, <laughs> grabs the other one. Yeah, there's so many great moments in that scene, um, and like. Great comedic performances from everybody around. Even the, the extra, like these, anybody that had like three lines was still incredible. Like yeah. I was like, all of this, everybody got the mission statement. Everybody got the message of what it is. Everybody knew what movie they were making. Like the part where she, uh, I think it's, oh yeah, Madeline throws a, a, a broken handle at Helen after she's had a hole blown in her. Mm-hmm. And she gets it right through the hole and she goes, yes, no, shit. <laughs> I was like, that's played so well. Like it's this, it's this funny fight scene between like they're banging each other on the head with shovels and like throwing, you know, it's, it works so well. It's such a morbid movie, but so funny. I love that his secret is paint, like spray yes. paint. Like we're going to spray paint these people to okay. look. <laughs> and I'm so glad you brought this up because I had a point about this. There's a point in the beginning where a random woman comes up and is like, I never thanked you for what you did for my Aunt Helen. She oh, yes. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then she goes, what's your secret? And he says, spray paint. And this woman acts so disgusted and put off and like storms off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. If you ask a mortician what their secret is to make people look good, you got to be expecting some gross and weird answers, right? Yes. <laughs> For sure. Also, who gives a fuck? Like, who cares? Yeah. I would not. I would not care. Oh, no. If you got spray painted when you were dead? Not. E- yes. Not a, even a little bit. Yeah. Even if it was somebody, if it was me, if it was somebody I knew, if I was like, what's your secret? And he's like, well, you know, I mix makeup with dog piss. I'd be like, well, you know, the dead's got to look good, too. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. you got these open caskets. It's like- a different <laughs> art form. Right. You're not painting on uh, rich no, no, no. I'm not going to tell that. you how to do your job. It's already horrible. <laughs> yeah. I expected to hear some gross shit if you're a mortician, is all my point. Like, how dare you be offended at that? Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, How do you... <laughs> How do you get all the intestines out of the pig? Like, yeah. all right. Well, yeah, okay. Well, oh, whoa, oh, God. God. What do you mean? You got to open them up? Like oh, that? oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, don't that a, had no place. I did not ask, care for that. Don't one. ask how the sausage is made. Yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. know how the sausage is made. No, no, no. I didn't care for that. I Okay, the only thing that I will say is that this guy on no planet deserves a nice ending. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> He on no, he's like, oh, and he lived it. And I get it because it's like, okay, we have to have some sort of moral or message or whatever here to kind of cap this off of like, all right, you shouldn't want to live forever. That's not a good idea. Like, 
like you have to live your life. You live on through the people that you positively yeah. affect. Um, you Never live too on late through, to change. Yeah, you live on through memories or whatever. And these women are like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to comically fall down the stairs again. Falling apart, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, he's, he's a bad dude. Definitely guilty of murder. Uh, domestic abuse, for sure. Um, there is a very frightening implication here, though, which is um, that, like, if you take this potion, you would eventually die. And if they hadn't been embalmed, do you just, like, rot? You know? Oh. So, like, but that's an inevitability, right? Because you stay young for sure, but you can still die, but then not die. And they're slowly getting, like, ripped. Like, you just see it on their face and the way they're peeling and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, like, if he hadn't embalmed them. Yes. They would have been worse off at that point. So that means that that must have happened before to the people who have taken this potion. Like, so that's what you're saying. That's a thing that uh, that this lady needed to say out front, which is like, when you die, you keep living and then just slowly rot. Like, that to me is hell. You know? Oh, all of it. None of this it works for me. No. None we, of it works for me. I... We've talked before about how eternal life is not. Oh, uh, God. Oh, my God. What a hell. What a hell. <laughs> There's no way. I'm so tired. <laughs> But if you had the potion, you wouldn't be. You'd be lively and youthful all the time. My yeah. b- maybe my bones would stop cracking. <laughs> yeah, I got a hip Ref- thing. Yeah, my uh, cat refers to it as my Rice Krispies body because it snap, crackle, oh. and pop all the time. <laughs> 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 uh. That's cute to make a fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are cute. Yeah. All right. Did you have anything else, Craig? No, I think that um, covers it. We've yeah. got it's it's time for our rankings of uh, the villains. Um, I'm just ranking all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't enough. care. <laughs> uh, they're all villains, um, and I'm going to give them the uh, the makeover scale, or okay. like they. I would honestly even say a post breakup makeover scale. I could get that Love specific it. on it. So uh, from getting bangs uh, to a wall-to-wall redo with new outfits, I am going to give all of them a forcing your friend to also get bangs. <laughs> <laughs> they're very toxic. These people are all drowning, and they're all pulling each other down. <laughs> yes, I agree. I did. Uh, so in, or, in, in, uh, in honor of all the uh, weird injuries that happen in this movie, I've done the bodily injury scale. Uh, so on a scale of a hangnail, not a big deal, right? Uh, to a shotgun through the stomach, pretty big deal. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give Madeline, uh, who I think is the least objectionable villain mm. in this, I'm going to give her a missing tooth because uh, it's judged by how it looks, uh, but really functionally it's not that bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um well, guys, before we get to our Heroes and Villains of the Week, as always, there's a couple ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to uh, contact us, you can get at us at uh, VWR Podcast on Twitter, The Villain Was Right on Facebook, uh, VillainWasRight at gmail.com. If you want to email us directly, suggestions, comments, stories, whatever you got, hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, this was an audience choice episode, which means this was voted on by our patrons over at patreon.com slash the villain was right. And they decided that this is the episode that you want to hear. If you want to sign up and have your say in what we do uh, once a month, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash the villain was right. 
and uh, sign up at our Two-Face level patron. That allows you to vote on these audience choices. All of them are audience suggestions, things that have been emailed in. And guys, if you have a little bit, our top tier for a mere $7 a month uh, on Patreon, you get two, not one, two bonus episodes every month. Rebecca does a pick. I do a pick. Uh, uh, This month, my pick was Birds of Prey. Rebecca's pick was, uh, oh, we haven't recorded it yet, but it's... Attack the uh, Block. Attack the Block. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if you want to hear us talk about movies where maybe the villain wasn't quite right, but we just uh, find them interesting, uh, you can support us there. And if not, thank you guys just so much for listening. Uh, We love having you as listeners. Tell your friends about us. That's great. And now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. I got a quick one to start off. Um, It's a hero. Nice. uh, Because I'm finding that those small social interactions are slowly coming back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you had just have those brief moments with people. So what's happening was uh, uh, the hero is this UPS driver. So I'm going into my <laughs> building the other day, right? And I see this guy in the brown outfit with his package coming in behind me. And I, you know, I hold the door. And we haven't done that in a while, right? Because everyone's just like, mm, ah, get away from yeah, me. Yeah, I've got a bubble. <laughs> yeah, but we, you know, we had our masks on and all the rest. So I was like, he's coming to the building. So he holds the door. And he's like, oh, thank you, man. Thank you. And he comes in and I go and I get on the elevator. I was like, yeah, you can, you know, you can ride up with me if you want to. He's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And he rushes, rushes in to catch the elevator and I hit my floor and I go, you know, I'm just like, I'm feeling real good. I'm like, what floor? And he goes, oh, um, and he looks at his package and he goes, first floor, shit. <laughs> 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 runs, runs out of the elevator. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, man, that brightened my day for some reason. Yeah. So that guy, that small interaction, that's my hero of the week. That's the a fun driver. one. Yeah. I've got I've got villains, uh villains. <laughs> okay, so I did a um I did a Zoom show. I haven't done a Zoom show in a while. And I did a Zoom show uh this week where it was the first one where uh, there was actually like trolls and like hecklers oh, in the crowd. Cause I'd never experienced that before because everything I had done, it was either like close, like a kind of like a corporate where it's like, Oh, we only have the people that work here on this call or whatever. It was normally pretty controlled. And if there was anything, they would just turn, they would mute them and that would be that right. Not yeah. a big deal. This one was like there were too many people to gain <laughs> control specifically. I don't know where it got shared, how, because it was supposed to be kind of a private event, but I don't think they put a password on it, which <laughs> if you do that, guys, put a password for sure. Um, so I'm about to go up and I'm watching because I've got it where I can see everybody because I want to see the reactions. And like, even if you have your mic off, then I can see if you're still enjoying it or if you're confused or mad or whatever. And then I can switch gears or what have you and I'm watching it and right as I'm about to go on this audio kicks in and it's this guy driving and I'm like all right suspicious thing number one (laughs) nobody nobody I've seen not on any zoom comedy show I've ever been on has somebody been like oh can't miss that zoom comedy better log in from the car (laughs) right So that's questionable thing, number one. Number two, this guy's just driving through forest. I was like, you don't have service. This is a preloaded video. Like, this is some sort of sketch or something. And then he gets pulled, like, he pulls over for a second and then gets, like, ripped from the car from, like, four guys with masks on. And they're like, yeah, get it. And then they're just driving around. And then the video cuts out. And it's like, okay, well, very clearly that's, like, a staged 
Right. None of this is correct. Like you're trying to like log in. And then there was another guy that like put on music and started dancing halfway through. And then there was another guy that kept, I can't even remember. He just kept saying one word over and over again and then showing everybody's nostrils through his video. It was truly wild. I knew, honestly, there was something about the group. Cause I'm watching these guys and I was like, there's like a bunch of guys and they were all the same age. Which was also what tipped it off of like, okay, you guys are all like, I would say either teens or like early 20s at most. You all have the same style bedroom. Y'all are here to fuck our shit up, basically. Like there was one guy that was logged in and just his face was pixelated. And I was like, you don't turn your camera on and pixelate your face. Right. You're you either turn your camera off and you're like, I'm going to just sit back and enjoy this and not have anybody look at me or you're here to fuck some shit up. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So all of those people (laughs) are my villains of the week. Because why? <laughs> it was such a small event. There's no reason. It was it was truly so odd, and I did not care for it. No, that's crazy. That's the worst I've heard of all of those. Yeah. Yeah. I anyway, wow. so it was a real ordeal. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to do another. <laughs> it was really interesting to watch. Like, there was kind of, like, I don't know. You don't like it because it's not really comedy, and you're like, these guys are derailing the show completely. But it was really crazy to witness. <laughs> it's it a was, story. It was something to talk about after. It was, uh, yeah, it was a really weird thing. Anyway, uh, that's it for me. <laughs> um, guys, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook or Twitter. And guys, uh, we are, it's our final episode of Kind of Scary Movie Month (laughs) coming up next week. We're covering The Craft to cap it off, the most Halloweeniest of our movies, guys. Uh, So look forward to that next week. And as always, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you the best revenge is living your best life. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.